Hello, everyone. Welcome to PEV Lane, the show all about PEVs. My name is Brett, or E Rider A, and this is. And I go by Hanson. Yeah, uh, we're excited. We're here today to talk about what is a PEV? What is a portable electric vehicle? That's kind of controversial in itself, that term. I know we have gone through that in the past on Telegram back and forth, just chatting about what is a PEV? What is a BEV, a battery electric vehicle? So Personal electric vehicle. Yeah, All the so different let's, types. Let's define that just real quick for the people. Just what we see a personal electric vehicle. I see it as, I know we've had this conversation. Yeah, you go first. Um. I see it as something that a single person can ride and not like be sitting with different control surfaces. You know what I mean? Like something that you ride, not in, but on. And it's personal and it's electric. People are like, oh, Tesla's that. I'm like, no, you could seat three, four other people. That's my opinion. That's a PEV. So I see that as an EUC, a one wheel, even an e-bike. It all is kind of in that category as long as it's battery powered. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm, I used to be of a similar, uh, sorry, not similar, of a different perspective where I kind of grouped uh, EVs or electric vehicles, just, you know, Teslas mm -hmm. into the same kind of category. But I do think there needs to be some sort of term for the type of rideable that you're on that you don't necessarily share. Like maybe you could share on an e-bike or something, but it needs to be, it's it's your own, it's your own personal vehicle. So I, I feel like a PEV is... Whether it's personal or portable electric vehicle, it's some sort of device that's electric with a motor and you you it's a rideable, right? So Yeah, I think portable is a good point as well. Portable electrical yes. vehicle. But right now Tesla's you know, ain't portable term, really. Yeah. They're portable <laughs> when you make them portable. Um the big the big thing right now is EV. That's what you hear is EV in the car industry yeah. and all yeah. of that. So if we can keep it simplistic and just be like P E V then keep it nice and easy. So what we have in front of us here is just a small list of what we define a PEV as and what we could talk about as well. So what I see here is EUCs are what you probably see down here is EUCs, e-scooters, e-skates, one wheels, and e-bikes. Is there anything else that while looking at that list you think should be included? I'd probably include motorcycles, but some would group that under e-bikes. But like e-motorcycles, yeah. I feel like is a category of their own too, right? Because exactly. you have to define between an e-bike and an e-motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. An e-bike would be pedal, whether pedal. it's pedal assist or pedal combination with throttle. Yeah. But a motorcycle is just like kind of like a scooter, a Vespa kind of thing where it's pure throttle. Yeah, and, and you no need a license and insurance, that sort of thing. Yeah, and we actually have that, and that's I think that's a whole other topic and a whole other yes. show that is either coming up or may already be up already. Um, the legality of it all too, right? Because there's already some laws in place for electric bicycle, no, electric yep. motorcycles or electric yeah, yeah. bicycles. Both, right? Both, right? Yeah. But then in all the other categories, there's not. So Exactly. I think New York City is probably the furthest ahead in terms of like actually categorizing all the different types of PVs that you just mentioned. Yeah, there's Skates, a lot of other bikes. cities that are getting on top of it. But yeah, Whereas they're defining Here we are in it. Toronto. They kind of just have e-bikes. That's the only yeah. laws they have. But yeah, like you said, we'll talk about that. In yeah, episode. the whole joy is that there's this whole collection of different PVs you could ride. Exactly. Like personally, you all know if this is your first episode, you may not know that we ride EUCs and we have ridden e-skates in the past i still ride an e-skate i have an electric racing league series where i ride e-skate in and um you've dabbled in one wheels before as well right? yeah i loved one wheels um 
I had Eastgate for one season. I rode like a Meepo and a Meepo and a Boosted. We call it the old the, budget brands. Yeah, the budget brands. And uh, it was not bad. You know, it was my first kind of intro into the PEV space. This was probably four or five years ago now. Um, but then I rode one wheels for a couple of years and I really liked that because it was like snowboarding. I'm big into snowboarding. and It seems like a lot of Canadians are into that. Yeah. I think I, we talked about that in the past. I mean, the YouTubers, creator is from Canada, right? Creators He's from are, West Coast. Yeah, they're so. all into one wheel. So you have, in the area, we've got Peter McKinnon. We've got... Oh, yeah. All the um, YouTubers. Uh, Jesse Maddie, Driftwood. Jesse Driftwood. Maddie and they're Hipoya. all like one wheel guys. They love the one wheels. I tried to convince some of them to Every one of them says we've tried it and it's a bit nuts. I'm like, you got to try it with the right people maybe. But yeah. hey, if that's not their thing, then so be it. We just kind of want it to be. <laughs> speaking of Jesse Driftwood too, he did tease that he had a VL, uh, was it a V12? Some sort of in motion EUC that he's riding. That yeah, he he's, pretty close, he's pretty close to smart wheels. Okay, cool. Down in that area. Yeah, that's so right. I'm sure if they were reaching out to someone, that would not be a hard read right there yeah. worth it yeah uh good luck i i've i've talked to him in the past and i hope he reaches out to me and be like yo do you want to meet up with me and, and show me what's going on i'm not hurt but yeah EUCs seem to be dominating let's talk about why like i, I mean think, there's a lot of reasons uh, yeah because each one of these pevs are great but in my opinion they're great for different reasons and we're really finding that with the east eastgate side of things it's becoming a lot more niche a lot more popular for specific types of people or specific types of riding and you find people wanting to go faster nowadays and that's not really for an e-skate doesn't work really well for an e-skate yeah so what what would you say i mean you're a bit more uh intimately familiar with the e-skate world what would you say is like the target demographic of folks that are riding e-skate these days um i don't know it's it's kind of hard to say more people who obviously start from longboarding and snowboarding okay. too in this area um, because we're in the Toronto area, but yeah, the East skaters, they, they come from a skateboarding or longboarding background. A lot of them. And, and those who are want to get straight into electrics, they usually find something with a single wheel, like an EUC or a one wheel or something like that. It's usually a lot more appealing, but some people want that safer start into electrics. We'll get a, a yes. budget longboard, right? So you'll find a lot of couples and stuff like that. They'll get into start it. on the e-skate. They'll start on the e-skate. I e think you, you mentioned budget. I think that's a good point too. They definitely tend to have more options in the budget sector. Like there's not very yeah, many good budget EUCs. Yeah, because a lot of people who really don't care to get really deep into you know the PEV culture like us they'll they'll get something like a budget brand e-skate or something because skateboarding is somewhat familiar to the that's average how i started person. myself right that's how i started like yeah. if i don't know if we've talked about this before but i started back in the boosted boom uh before they had that massive summer showdown that they did it was the year before they announced their v3 series with the stealth and all those things that's okay. when i got my first boosted board. was that before they started making in-house boards that's and they were using like land yacht yeah, that's what, that was the end of that. This was right before they moved all their production to China because oh, okay. V3 was all the China stuff. Yes, okay. Yeah, so that was kind of exciting because they had the showdown and were actually a fun fact. Want to hear a fun fact? You know that showdown, how they gave away three boards to each one of the winning cities? Okay. Toronto was one of the winning cities. I ended up winning one of the stealths. We are sitting on top of the stealth box from the summer showdown. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> That's news that, to me. That's a bit of culture. Like everyone yeah. talks about the boosted boom, right? R.I.P. Boosted, but R.I.P. They were they were great. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they tried it a different way, 
then a lot of other companies would dare to do it and uh they did it well for a long time but eventually you know it's bound to go bust and is that one of the reasons why eSkate has come a lot more of a niche culture because at first everyone like as they're going to EUCs now they were going to the boosted board they knew of the brand right the brand was so recognizable you have Casey Neistat YouTubers, Sam Sheffer in New York, these guys who like... We're technically ambassadors. Ambassadors. We're technically, you know, yeah. They have like six boosted boards. with the, like, let's Each just of them, grab at each. least. Yeah. Yeah. And and Sam still rides a couple of them, but he, now he's with Evolve. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he... he um, so he Evolve's still something. around. So they're probably one of the bigger... Uh, like mass manufactured e-skates right oh yeah and they have been for a long time and i know uh the one shop here in town that i represent diego yes and edin uh, over at uh goeskate.ca they started off as a evolve battery repair and upgrade service okay because that's what they were riding too and then very quickly started expanding to their own diy and and stuff like that as well right so yeah i've always been around for a long time i know colorado caddy just became an ambassador with them too and that was kind of recent he's been around for a while so they're still active they're still doing things for sure cool but yeah eSkate. i love it man i can't get out i can't get it out of my skin i feel like that's one thing too once you're into it you're into it yeah, and right. I felt the same way about one wheel, so I'm like, I have that itch again to kind of get <laughs> one wheel. Um, I, you know, like I said, I rode one wheels for a few years and had an XR for a couple of years, and I love the XR. It's like, I mean, it it was just recently, you know, discontinued. Oh, teardrop. So you can, yeah, the price but on those is probably more now. Than what they have coming out is is impressive enough next to it, but the XR still, a lot of people are saying like it's, love it will the be XR. the go to. Yeah, and I think because the XR was so easy to mod and like all the third party accessories and uh, you know float life, craft and ride, all these guys that are making oh custom, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, custom parts for these wheels now for the GT, it's all slightly different, so they have to come out with new new parts and it's a bit more difficult to mod i mean so be it that's part of the that's part of the game part of the right? game. that's kind of what yeah. you play the xr was out for a long time too so that yeah. led to this kind of development of all these well i think there was also a bit of drama too between was it future motion yeah future motion and and just how they they wouldn't do so much and they're hard to get a hold of and and they wouldn't yeah. offer accessories like you would believe yeah, you know, yeah they should they did that with the pint and it's still kind of that way where the pint is a bit more you know, you can't really change it too much. It's it is what it is. But uh, that's but people okay love for what it, too. it is. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. if I'm picking up a pint, it's kind of like picking up an M10, exactly, or something like that. It's like that Tim Runner, it's right? that Tim Runner, yeah. man. Actually, speaking of <laughs> Going that, back to it, not yeah. sponsored by Tim Hortons, <laughs> but um, hey, Tim Hortons, just a shout out. If you know who we are, we're, we'll gladly do an episode based on PEVs and coffee, coffee run, yeah. Coffee yeah. run episode. Yeah, coffee run episode. That would be fun too. Yeah. But yeah, it depends on what PV we want to take, really. Because actually, I only have an e-skate in the UC. I don't have a one-wheel round. I think between the two of us, we should acquire a one-wheel. Yes, I agree. Um, but let's let's take a let's take a hot second on e-scooters. I think the thing we know least about next to e-bikes as well. Yeah. Um, but the they scooter. are popular. Oh yeah. In the last two years, I think partly due to the pandemic and Toronto itself shutting down. And the simplicity of use. The simplicity of use. People wanting to avoid transit, you know, still had to get around the city. 
scooters have blown up. Like they're they're everywhere. Yeah, and the rental companies have really made that happen too. And if yeah, regardless if they're legal they're, or not, they're banned here, right? Yeah, but yeah. we still have rental companies all over the state. That's true. That's true, actually. Right. So this isn't stopping them, especially just, on the Lakeshore area. Yeah. yeah. So you heard way back in the day in California, and they're dealing with issues with all this influx of rentals, and that's kind of died down a little bit. But they're still popping up everywhere. And in the summertime here in Toronto, you you see them. Oh yeah, you you count more scooters than bicycles. I would say at some points, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. and it's very surprising because I'm like, how much how much summertime do we actually get where you can go outside in shorts and a t-shirt, not mm-hmm. like pants and like a long sleeve, <laughs> but short. How long? Do, how, much, how, right? how long is that window? Like um, three months, couple months. Yeah, yeah, two, not th- very two, long. Two three months. Yeah, but outside of that, like the long sleeve and, and pants season. It lasts a bit longer. It lasts yeah. a little bit longer, yeah. but that's a lot nicer to ride than what we experienced today. It felt like minus eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah, almost minus Quite twenty. Quite cold today. Yeah, so, but the e-scooters are popular, and you see them like we have group rides here in in Toronto all the time, and you see a decent amount of e-scooters popping up. Yeah, and more and more of these really fast ones too. Like, oh the, yeah, let's let's take a hot second with that. These guys are nuts. Yeah, that you mean, see some of these group rides are doing even in this area, they're going fast and far. I'm like, wow, yeah. you're doing eighty. They're hitting average. eighty plus kilometers, or like they're cruising at seventy, and they're doing 80. like hundred kilometer rides, like yeah. before dinner. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. hold on, honey, I'll be right back. I just got to go hundred kilometers with the boys. They have the advantage of like they have suspension already. All the the scooters they have some sort of suspension. Plus, yeah. they don't have to worry about weight because they've got two wheels. They don't have to worry as much about like can the motor balance this weight and the weight of the person, right? So they're just like, yeah, let's put as much battery as we can. This thing weighs hundred and twenty pounds, but you get good luck lifting it into your car. Yeah, I'm extremely biased because like it's just not my thing. Uh, yeah, no, a- that's and it's great. Like, but my thing on even on my Instagram is I ride anything without handlebars in the six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not like a push against e-scooters. Hey, it's just like you put me on an e-scooter. I'm afraid those handlebars. Well, not really afraid, but I'm afraid those handlebars are gonna go crazy on me or something like yeah, that. And it's yeah. like I I grew up on a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Like I love sitting down. I'm I think all that's, about bikes too. Yeah, I think that's why I got into this culture is because I like something fast, like a motor or something underneath me. And I had handlebars for a long time, but. But it's different, right? It's like different. I'm, if I'm on I'm the city streets, I don't want to get tangled up in a machine like that. Yeah. I also grew up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Where yeah. like if you're gonna crash on this thing, it's fine. But like I'm in if I'm in between cars and stuff like that, that's why I love an EUC, you just kinda jump off. Screw the EUC, you can yeah, buy another no, one. Right, yeah. You know, save up your money, even if it takes a year, whatever. You could buy a new one. It's materialistic. Yeah. But, but back you can't to those buy a new one. <laughs> with the they have smaller wheels and just the the handling dynamics of like that tall you know short handlebar with a tall stem stem like you have very strange handling compared to say a bicycle like yeah anyone can get on a bicycle you know i can i ride around no hands on a bicycle all the time that's a good point you cannot do that on a scooter even if you had the balance it's true though it just can't stabilize i never really thought about that yeah right like i ride it is a different type of control surface it's the same but it's a little bit different you have less of the um What's it called where the wheel spins and gives you that, that balancing effect? You gyroscope? Yeah, the gyro effect. The gyro because effect. the wheels are so small on the scooters that they just can't balance themselves. Yeah, that's also another scary fact in yeah. itself, too, with the small tires. Because in, like, in the wintertime, our plows here, they rip right. up some of these roads. Some of them are good, but some of them, they just rip up. And you're like, you have yeah. to be real selective on the roads. you and the pothole's covered with snow and you can't see it. Yeah, so like that's another topic we could talk about, too, is what PEV is ideal for each place. Like, Because yeah. we're finding because 
we both rode Eastgate. We started on Eastgate, yes. and eventually we made our way to an EUC in different ways. But why did we go EUC? I think it's purely just the conditions here. I think so too. Things I mean, are a little bit further away, and the bigger wheel can take the big roads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely got there in different ways, and I think it's it's interesting to hear you say that because I obviously I feel the same way. I migrated to EUC because I saw the big tire coming also from cycling because i still cycle and i love yeah you bought a nice bike this summer. yeah exactly so <laughs> I'm you, you, you wheeled I'm around on it a in there times. yeah 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 i've joined a couple of group rides on, on the, the bike on the acoustic bike as oh, i like okay. to call it. the things you're not telling us yeah. electric guys over here okay yeah. see what's going on traitor to the pv world yeah but you went to an euc but i went to an euc right and i think a lot of that is the the comfort on the size of the wheel you can even without suspension it's you know you have more air capacity and it can just absorb those those little imperfections in the asphalt and makes it easier oh 100 percent. and i know e-skates when they have suspension <laughs> it's a whole other game like get your feet on a baja board i remember okay. doing that in 2019 you're gonna go somewhere else with the e-skate but I, yeah <laughs> no but if you get suspension on an e-skate you're like okay i can ride this around a yes. little bit more i haven't know? ridden one with suspension but i've seen some of those and they oh. like off-road them too right can we do a real quick yeah. story time yeah sure i went to new york electric festival electric e-bike and e-skate festival or i forget what the name of it was in 2019 um, in New York City, and I basically just just huddled around the Baja guys the whole time. Which the Baja guys was Those a, are a couple. It was a couple. Yeah, and it's okay. an off road board. This thing yeah, is I've nuts. It. It's insane. And I just like hung around them the whole time. But I was a a tour guide for New York City, so I knew a lot of the city. So I ended up showing them to different places and stuff like that. At the end of the like the massive group ride, I helped them find everyone and stuff like that. We had That's a great cool. time. Yeah. But stepping on this board was nuts. The turning circle is entirely different on this Eastgate compared to other ones. But to have that suspension, I was like, this is for Toronto. Like I can yeah. get around this place with this. But yet again, it's high end. It's high end, expensive, expensive. Yeah, more than EUC probably. More than uh, like a equivalent to like equivalent? A, yeah like you're looking at four or five grand okay yeah so it's like know? sherman territory yeah yeah but it's worth it like what you get is what you get i know i spent a lot of time with the guy who works on baja boards uh and the guy who kind of thought about the technology from the ground up and he's he's dedicated he's a smart guy and he'll sit down and he'll actually listen to you so props to baja they're actually a great company and they've they've got some great people up at the head there and just they just keep doing what they're doing so awesome yeah, you see yeah. a couple e-scooters like that as well too when they get the suspension. Like yes. I know there's a group by in Toronto this past summer for what the Wolf, the Wolf King. King. Yeah. <laughs> that thing looks intense. Yeah, the gold metal. Frame. Yeah, maybe we're gonna have some photos pop up below here yeah, of what yeah. each one of those is. But like, you look at some of these e-scooters and you're like, okay, now I see that equivalent idea if I was an e-scooter rider. The quality's there. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, it's just different, like you said, use case. And I feel like for me also with the scooters they are so big and so bulky that I, I run a lot of errands or, you know, go to the dentist or something, you know, run random appointments and having that EUC where I can just like pop up the trolley, walk into the mall. Oh, so convenient. Grab something that I need and then hit the road again is so convenient. And That's most, most people look at that and they don't even know what it is. So they're not like the security's not stopping you at the entrance. Where if you had a bicycle or a scooter, they're going to instantly be like, oh, whoa. They have more objections than questions. More objections, yeah. And then with an EUC, they definitely have more questions than objections. More questions. Like, like oh, bring that over here. What, is, what that? is that luggage that you got there? <laughs> <With> <laughs> like, it has it. a handle on it. 
But yeah, that's another thing. People give people flack for anything that has a stem and handles. Like exactly. e-bikes, you got to lock them outside. Yep. E-scooters, they get they get the boot sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. You or don't you just walk in with a one. Around. Yeah, you just walk around with a one wheel or something. Though it's different. It's like, huh, don't mind me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but let's let's just give a quick touch on e-bikes. We don't know as much each. Yeah, yeah. But we see those around the city a lot, and it's not really enthusiasts like these people. These are utilities for people. Utility. You, you see a lot of Uber. With Uber. Yeah. Yeah. The food delivery. You see these guys on, and it's not. They're not always stock. They're not these nice machines. Not a always. lot of the time, they're kits. Yeah. That you could put on these bikes too. I think they're a bit more reliable in like all weather conditions. Oh, 100%. With the sealed battery that's just in like a plastic or metal case. If you if you get something on Uber Eats here in Toronto in the wintertime and it says it's coming by bike, you yeah. guarantee it's going to be someone like that, yeah. right? In the summertime, you actually have people come up on EUCs. Yep. I know there's a there's one guy I know. Shout out to Ander. Uh, who comes from outside of the city to come right into downtown just to do EUCs Uber Eats around. on his EUC. Awesome, yeah. He makes good money doing it, right? But yeah. those e-bikes, yeah, you're right in saying that they're a lot more yeah. utilitarian. They could be built up to be to be worth it. There's quite a lot of different e-bikes out there too. There's those ones that you're talking about. And I myself have looked into like electric mountain bikes, for example, which are just e-bikes, but they're using uh, pedal assist. So there's no throttle. It's just mid-drive motors, which is a lot of these bikes are mid-drive as well. Yeah. Um, but they get very high-end, right? Where you have these traditional bicycle companies like Trek and Giant. And they're trying to uh, compete with these companies who are dedicated e-bike manufacturers like mm-hmm. Rad Power or like yeah. some of these other brands that just make e-bikes. And it's hard for them because they're like the traditional, they're coming from the traditional bike world where they want to put all this high-end shimano components and stuff oh yeah 100%. And somehow they have to retrofit their bikes to have mid-drive motors and batteries inside the frame and have fun yeah have fun right and they're, <laughs> they're quite expensive to the yeah. point where i'm like i would love one of those e-bikes but i think uc is just more convenient and and they're a lot more simple too simple, at the end of the yeah. day all of these things Less have three right? like basic components they have a battery they have an, an ESC, motor. yeah, sorry, an yeah. ESC electric speed controller, and a BMS to control that battery, mm-hmm. a battery management system. If they yeah. have those three components, you can make an e skate, you can make an e and then hub motors, right? You have a hub motor in a wheel, you have a hub motor in a skateboard wheel. Well, sometimes, sometimes in a skateboard belt drives. or belt drives that come off just yeah. like your standard motor, yeah. But it's all it's all quite basic in the end. Yeah. Uh, but then e bikes, sometimes you can get a little bit more crazy. It's all still, I think, even on an e bike, it's those basic components, right? Yeah, definitely. So what is is a PEV? I think we just answered our question right there, right at the end of the episode was, what is a PEV? It's something with a battery, a a BMS, and an ESC. Pretty much. Doesn't matter how many wheels and stuff. Doesn't matter how many wheels, how you ride it. Yeah. Yeah. Could be doing a handstand on the skateboard for all I care. Yeah. (laughs) And there's definitely seasons for them and places for them. And uh, yeah, we've gravitated towards the EUC. So that was a fun episode. That was great. Yeah. Let's... uh, let us down below. Let us know in the comments uh, what your favorite PEV is. Yeah, let us know what, what you, you ride, ride, what your favorite is, why you ride it, why it's your favorite. Uh, we'll be happy to uh, to reply to some of those even, and uh, we'll have some new episodes for you to watch in the future. Uh, you want to place bets on uh, what you think will be the most popular in the comments below? Um, I'm <laughs> going to say it's a UCs. Like, there's a craze yeah, let, going uh, on. Same, so. same. Yeah. Um, Thanks for watching, everyone. Yeah, thanks for watching. We appreciate everything. You find this on all the different places you find podcasts and shows. We even have a YouTube channel. So if you've been listening to this the whole time, you could pop over and see the visual representation. So we appreciate you popping by and we'll see you definitely next time.
on PEV Lane. Peace out. Peace.